0: I am John Luttrell, and I am atoned into life. Thank you so much for listening. This is a special edition first episode. Uh, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time in this edition of the program introducing myself, but I will give you a thumbnail sketch, and you'll have to excuse the dinging. It's my truck alerting me to the fact that I need to put my safety belt on. I'm in the midst of uh, collecting trash from my parents' house to take to the dump. Um, So that's just a a little portion of who I am. I'm a a son and a brother, but uh, I'm a husband and I'm a father and I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what this episode, this show is all about. Moving forward, we're going to talk about Christian faith in practice. We're going to look at news and events around the world, and we are going to uh, try and give you encouragement to walk it like you talk it if you're a Christian. That's what um, I am committed to in my own personal life and faith walk is uh, pursuing the image of Christ's likeness, doing, living. The way the Bible teaches me to, and that is uh, really the kind of one key thing that I want to talk about in this introductory episode, walking it like you talk it, and specifically your life as a political statement in a nation in the United States and increasingly in a world where everything is construed as a political statement, I came to the realization this year that you will have your life politicized, especially if you are trying to live under submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. I have been married to my wife for 13 years. We have two incredible daughters. And when we took our oldest daughter out to dinner for her birthday earlier this year, the the moment struck me afterward that what we are doing in our personal life, in our family life, the way we live as a father and mother and children is um, a political statement, an unintentional political statement. But there are forces in the world that want to attack and destroy the idea of the nuclear family, husbands wives, parents and children. And because of that, our investment in our marriage and our investment in our children is an unintentional political statement. Or intentional, depending on um, how you perceive your approach to pursuing likeness. So, that realization came to me early on in 2020, and here recently, as we see how government authorities are handling COVID-19 late in 2020, or getting into the later stages of the year, we're starting to see just people going to worship as a political statement intentional or unintentional. As I record this this week, there were three individuals who were arrested at a psalm sing in Moscow, Idaho. As I record this, Pastor John MacArthur is in the midst of court battles for the ability to open the doors to his church to allow people to worship the one true God in the manner that they see fit. And we also have a lot of other churches that are dealing with, um, if not outright attacks, then this kind of subversion by either government authorities or political movements. So I want to just offer a word of encouragement for folks who are pursuing the Christian faith genuinely, trying to live it out as best they can, trying to be faithful um, in their relationships, in their marriages, in their parenting. I want to offer a word of encouragement, and I want to touch on... um, something that was said in the aftermath of the arrests that came at the Idaho psalm sing. So let's give you a little bit of a backstory. Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho is a Reformed Presbyterian church pastored by Doug Wilson who is really doing remarkable things in that community. They're committed to um, proclaiming Christ's kingship over that community, over the United States, and over the world. And as a part of that, they have been outspoken about the governmental overreach in response to COVID-19. Specifically, in this case, a masking mandate that has been extended in their city through into the new year 2021. This came after public meetings in the town where not just the people from the church, but people in general came out to speak in opposition to the extension of a masking mandate and the city council there followed through with it anyway. It also comes after Uh, high-handed hypocrisy from the mayor there who was spotted not wearing a mask, not social distancing in public. The folks there are simply asking for the ability to live consistently in a way that the mayor was modeling, and yet he has rules in place that prevent them from doing that. So, the church apparently organized a psalm sing. Uh, folks gathered, both members of the church and others, folks gathered outside their city hall there. They were met with a police presence, and they were told that they were going to have to abide by COVID-19 restrictions and either social distance or wear a mask. Three people were arrested, and two others were cited. That was then plastered, and rightfully so, across national news, and the, the discussion is taking place now as to uh, where do we go from here. But what I want to address, giving that kind of backstory, is something that Darren Doan said in an episode of the Cross Politic podcast that was broadcast live later that evening, after the folks had been arrested at the Psalm Sing, after um, Gabe Wrench, who is one of the hosts of Cross Politic, had either bonded out or been released or however that played out, after he was out. Uh, these men sat down and, and had a discussion as to what took place and, and how they uh, are going to proceed. Um, But, but Darren Doan brought up a, a fantastic point that I want to address. He, he touched on the fact that a lot of people from the outside looking in to Moscow, looking in to Christchurch, they, they see this beautiful Christian community and they want to be a part of that. And the point that he was making is that it takes people with the type of faith that allows them to stand, that allows them to be courageous, to be a part of that community. And I would go so far as to say, it goes beyond that. It it takes that type of conviction and courage and spiritual maturity and understanding of the scriptures to be a Christian in 2020 United States of America. I have been thinking about these concepts and these ideas and these news stories for, at the very least, three years. And I've been praying for the courage and conviction for the spiritual maturity and the knowledge of the scriptures to be able to stand in the face of that type of opposition should it come to my door or should I meet with it in the public square. So this was kind of the fruition of, at least for me, three years of prayer and scripture study and news analysis and um, just in conversations that I'm having with other Christians saying, hey, we need to be prepared for what's coming in the future, which is not necessarily a, an outright killing of Christian style of persecution, but a form of persecution. And I think that I would add that one other thing that folks should be uh, considering is if your f- church has a 501c3 tax exemption, you should very strongly consider uh, how you would handle that going away, because I think that's a real possibility in the future of the United States as well. But specifically in this time, I think that Darren hit the the nail on the head in that we have to have backbone. We have to stand lovingly respectfully and say no there's a higher standard that we're going to appeal to and what you're doing is an overreach of not only the constitution but biblical law as well the other thing that he said that was a fantastic point is regarding the folks who want to come there and be a part of that christian community To give you a specific example from my own personal life, my wife and I went to Moscow for the Grace Agenda Conference in 2019. And we left having experienced that glorious Christian community in person. And I remember the conversation as we were headed back to the airport to come home. I told my wife, It's not a situation where I want to move there and be in that community. I said, I want that for where I'm at. I want that for where we live. I want that type of Christian faith in practice, in my own personal life, and the lives of the people that I am interacting with in in Christian community. I want that for... Um, promoting the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ where we live. So, I would just offer a word of encouragement to anybody who is wrestling with this stuff in these days to be pursuing through the study of God's word, be pursuing through prayer, be pursuing through conversations that you're having with fellow believers, how you can live this out in the day-to-day, how you can develop Christian community where you're at. Start there, and as we see more of these pockets begin to pop up, we will see a uh, great work of the Holy Spirit. I really believe that. This is the type of thing where we don't all, um, we shouldn't all want to run to the same place and huddle together. The gospel is meant to go forth. Part of the Great Commission is discipling the nations, um, a scattering, a going out, and that means that we have to take it to the areas where we live. Preach to yourself. Start within your own home. And then let that be an outflowing from your home and from your church into the community that you're a part of. And then as we see that coming out of ourselves and our homes and our churches into our communities, we will see the type of Christian community that they have there and in other places as well. I hope that this is an encouragement to you. I hope that you would consider subscribing to this podcast and sharing this with someone that you know that might be edified and encouraged, that might need to sharpen some iron, and I hope that it is a conversation starter for you in the the day-to-day. My goal with this is to simply share with you my personal efforts to walk it like I talk it and hopefully encourage other Christians to do the same. And if you are a non-believer and you you come across this podcast i would uh pray that this is a conversation starter for you so that you would be thinking about all of these various ideas and concepts in your life as well so that you can you can wrestle with this idea of of what are these christians doing and I pray that you would have a, a radical confrontation with the Lord Jesus Christ in your own personal life. Again, my name is John Luttrell. I am atoned into life because everybody wants to talk about what they're entitled to. The only thing we are entitled to is death. But through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are atoned into life.